Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Another edition of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marshani. As always, we appreciate you stopping by Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to these podcasts. You can find them free and available. We do bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars. We have a fantastic young man on the program today. He hails from Texas A&M. It's none other than Max Wright. And when you started talking about how much a guy means to a team, I don't think you can more to much more deeper than what Mike Wright brought to the program. I mean, from the time he arrived as a defensive end in 2018, 2019, 2022, he becomes a tight end, and then he's just earned all these accolades in terms of what the team, I think, appreciates most. And I got a long list, but I'm going to just mention a few of those things. Um, this past season, he was the Offensive Trenches Award winner, and that's awarded at the team banquet. And when I'm looking through my notes here, he was also the winner of several other, uh, the 12 personnel award also. Um, all these accolades, but you could just tell he's a in, uh, key ingredient to what the Aggies are about. But with that said, Max, welcome to the program. Can you believe your time at College Station, even though you said you're still training there, but as a player has kind of come and gone, and, and now you're preparing for the next level? It's um... – well, first, thanks for having me on. And, and second, yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, it was a it was a great six years. Um, you know, COVID kind of gave me the opportunity to extend my career there at A and M, which I'm super thankful for. Um, but yeah, it feels surreal. You know, I've I've absolutely been super thankful for the time that I've gotten to spend in College Station, um, and I'm excited to, to take the next step. So it, it's been nothing but nothing but a blessing. Awesome. Uh, have you had that moment where you wake up maybe thinking that you're missing a team meeting just because? You're so prone to the, the you know, the drills of being a player. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Especially, so I live with still some of my former teammates. Um, Theodore <laughs> Mellon Orstrom is a tight end. So sometimes I'll hear him scurrying out kind of early in the morning and I'll just in a, in a fever rush. They're like, oh, no, I'm late. I got to go. And then I'm like, oh, okay, wait. I'm actually, you know, I get to sleep in today. It's my rest day or something. You know, so it, it's, uh, it's definitely been different than what I've been doing for the past, you know, however many years at A&M, but it's, uh, it's still good to kind of be around the guys and training up there around them and stuff. So. I'm glad to hear that. And then I always like to rewind the show uh, and start back towards the Pop Warner Pee Wee years. Uh, was football your favorite sport back then, Max? And if it was, were you the bigger, better athlete from the get-go? So surprisingly enough, baseball was actually my first love. Oh. Um, I, yeah, surprisingly. I had a, uh, an older brother who played college baseball at St. Edwards in Austin. Um, so he, he, he played baseball um, from a super young age. So that was the first sport that I played. I really didn't start playing football until fourth grade. Um, so I started wow. a little bit later than everyone. But when I started playing football, it became you know, pretty obvious pretty quick that that might be the sport that I'll play for a long time. Um, I, uh, I played in KYF, which if anyone knows, KYF is kind of the, the, the crazy youth football league. Um, 
in Katy. Um, it, it's a good time, but yeah, I, I uh, was at first a, a baseball kid. I played catcher, played outfield, played everything. I, I could swing it really well, but then once I started playing football, I fell in love with it pretty fast and knew that that's what I wanted to do. Nice. And then obviously, uh, I'm sure you might have played different positions, I assume, usually. But uh, how do you kind of start transferring to the DN side? And then what brought you to the tight end side once you arrived at Texas A&M? Yeah, so I, like you said, from a younger age, I mean, better better athletes kind of played every single position possible. Um, you know, I, I, I tried to be all over the field wherever I could. I went from quarterback to running back to linebacker, <laughs> sometimes even playing free safety at 7-on-7. Seven seven. I was a very large free safety, but – could, could play it a little bit in seven on and stuff like that. Um, but coming to coming into high school, I knew that I, I needed to, you know, more focus in um, onto a certain position. And um, Coach Jensen, my, my high school coach, who's a, who's a great high school coach, shout out to him. He pointed me in the direction of defensive end, and I fell in love with it. Obviously, you know, I'm a Houston kid. Watching J.J. Watt growing up was, you know, who I idolized and wanted to be like him was someone who I, you know, it's a good role model to look up to, you know. Um, right. So I, I watched him, and then once I got to A&M, there was just some things that happened, you know, with, with injuries. And, um, yeah. You know, I wanted, wanted to have a long career, and, you know, I played tight end a little bit in high school and had experience with catching, and I, I knew that I had pretty good hands. And um, after talking to Coach Fisher and um, my defensive end coach at the time, Terry Price, um, you know, they just decided that maybe that could be a good switch for me for the longevity of my career. And um, it's been it's been a great ride. It's definitely been – a lot to take in. Um, you definitely have a lot more that you have to know versus defensive ends kind of, okay, see quarterback, kill quarterback versus <laughs> tight ends, you know, having to know checks and, and run schemes, pass schemes, um, what the defense is doing, all that. So it, it's different, but I, I really do love it. I, I love tight ends. Wonderfully said. Once again, Max Wright, the standout Aggie here on the C2P, breaking down this what this young man brings to this 2020 for draft class and and Max, I was so excited to get you on because uh, I think you're like percolating. There's so much excitement about you. I think because there's it's just like you haven't reached that point yet where we're like that's the Max right we know. But you're on your you're on your way to that point. So that's the part I'm excited about. And what, it's not like we've seen the best years. I think the best years are yet to come. With that said, when these scouts start breaking down your tape, what do you think they're gonna love about you when they see you on film playing that tight end position? Uh, yeah, I I, um, I think that something I bring to the table is physicality in the run game. Um, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who prides myself on being physical. Coming from the defensive side of the ball, you know, I have, I have really good hand placement, and that helps with, you know, consistency of not just making okay blocks, but, but moving guys off the ball and, and being able to be a, a threat in the run game as well as having good, reliable hands. Um, and I think I think you said it best. You know, I feel like I'm just getting into my, my best years of, of playing tight end and my best years of football, which is, you know, pretty excited for me getting to see the growth over the past few years. But, um, yeah, I, I think that I'm someone who, you know, I, I play with a lot of effort, a very high motor. Um, I don't tend to, you know, peter off towards the end of the games. I usually get after guys a little bit more whenever they get tired. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm someone who tries to play physical, someone who, you know, is reliable in the, in the pass game and runs good routes and is always in the right spot whenever I need to be. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of what I pride myself on being a, a guy who can, utilize in all aspects of the game not not just uh certain certain aspects of the game, so. fair enough and this is your show we know guys at the next level in terms of personnel from the nfl listen in 
Um, what goes unnoticed about your game? I think if they spent any time on campus and they were sniffing around trying to find out anything about you, I, I can't imagine anybody saying anything negative. I think they would just kind of just, you know, bombard them with just positive responses. But what goes unnoticed that they can't see on tape? Uh, you could have filmed a film junkie, a weight room warrior, great in the community. Maybe some of the things with the Aggies didn't allow you to showcase. Maybe you would have had, you know, 40 touchdowns if they threw the ball more. I have no idea. What needs to be said, though, that they can't see? Um, I, I think that, you know, I, I, I was really, really thankful for the opportunities that I got being able to switch, you know, it's not very often that guys switch positions and, you know, college coaches at that level trust to throw the, you know, the defensive end is what I got kind of labeled as jokingly the ball. Um, but, you know, I think at the <laughs> end of my, at the end of my career, um, I got the showcase that, you know, I, I do have good hands and I, and I, I am someone who can be really reliable in the passing game. Um, but, you know, off the field stuff, I think is something that I bring to the table. That's really great. Um, you know, I was off, uh, nominated for, um, What's the community service? I was off, I was off, nominated for the community service award that goes, um, uh, what's it called? The Warful Trophy. Sorry, I couldn't remember what it's called. Um, the Warful <laughs> Trophy. I was nominated for that by my team, um, which is the community service award to, to some of the best student athletes who devote their time and community um, in, in college football. Um, and I'm also, you know, I, I pride myself on being a leader in the locker room, and, and I am a, a definite weight room junkie. <laughs> I, I think that. You know, anyone who saw the way that I worked, I, I really try to pride myself on – I don't think there's anyone out there who, who outworks me or, or, you know, puts more effort into their game and a master of their craft than I do. Um, and I think that, just like you said, I, I got to show some better football towards the end of my career. Um, and I think that I was only getting better as, you know, I was trusted more and given more opportunities. Um, and I, I think that, you know, with the more opportunities that possibly come my way, I'll get to showcase more of my ability and get to showcase um, – you know, the more that I'll be able to do for teams. Uh, that's excellent, excellent stuff. Once again, Max right here on the C2P, finding out what this young man brings to the draft class. Again, if you ever miss any of these shows in their entirety, Apple Music, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, Max, i got to ask, uh, now you said you're down at College Station, you're getting all your combine pro day uh, work in as you prepare for what's to come in the next few months. But I'm curious, uh, what's your height and weight right now, and do you kind of want to maintain that weight for pro day, and or do you want to kind of get bigger? Um, so right now I'm, I'm 6'4", and I'm 250 pounds. I'm in that low 250s range. I, I would like to stay um, around that weight. I think that's a good um, NFL tight end weight. But, you know, I would like to transfer my weight a little bit more, get a little bit of a meat, leaner, um, leaner and meaner. <laughs> um, huh. But try to get, um, you know, stronger and, and get to my body into the peak form that I can get it to. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be playing against um, the best of the best at this at this next level, and, and I want my body to be prepared for that, and I want to be ready to take on, um, you know, be able to run with linebackers and run with safeties that I run my routes, but also, you know, go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the big guys um, with some defensive ends and stuff too. So um, I think that 250s range is about where I want to be, um, but I definitely want to be at my peak speed-wise um, and, and peak strength-wise strength as well. Excellent. Uh, do you get comparisons to anybody at the next level, or is there anybody that you kind of try to, you know, pattern your game after? Um, I, I really love George Kittle. I, I think that he's a prime example of a complete tight end. I think that the way that he can go and, and block, you know, some of the best defensive ends in the game and then also go out and make, you know, fantastic catches, and, and he's, a, he's a threat um, in the receiving game. I, I think that that's someone that I like to pride myself after. 
Um, I, I I think that you know that's that's the type of guy I want to be. I want to I want to be somebody who's utilized um, or or showcased as you know a physical run blocker, a, a great um, blocker in all facets, while also being someone who can you know make plays. Um, but yeah, George Kittle is a guy who I idolize and, and definitely hope to model my game after. Awesome stuff. Well, listen, Max, you've been an absolute pleasure to have on. We appreciate your time. We know you're busy. Uh, but before we let you go, uh, we'd like to uh, call it three and out. There are a few lighthearted off-the-wall questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? <laughs> sure, yeah, let's do it. All right. Now, you mentioned that you're training at College Station with the guys down there, the, co- the, the strength trainers, and I'm sure there's other people involved. But maybe Monday when you head to the facility to get your workout in, you get to become the trainer, not the trainee. So who are you going to pick on staff and watch them kind of work out, put them through some hell and make them sweat? So I get to pick the, the coach to uh-huh. put them through something? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, okay, so I would definitely do Jordan Peterson. Um, he's one of the new defensive backs coach at A&M. I'm actually kin to him. <laughs> my, so he's my brother's brother-in-law. Um, so oh, okay. so I'm, I've, I've known him for quite a while, so I would <laughs> – Definitely pick on him um, and put him through some stuff. It, yeah, that, that would be personal too because he, he's a former Aggie. He, he played at A&M. He was a great defensive back. So I think he could still roll with some of the workouts, but it'd definitely be funny to put him through something like that. <laughs> That's great stuff. And how about this one? Kind of sticking to coaches. It could be anybody on staff. Once again, um, what coach had the biggest pet peeve in practice, an absolute no-no. If you got caught doing it, your team got caught doing it, you might catch some hell. Ooh, okay. There's a there's a few of them, um, but but I think Coach Price. So whenever I played defensive end, if you didn't, so obviously pursuit angles and stuff. Um, and, and Coach Price has passed now, so so rest his soul. He was a great man. Um, but man, whenever he was getting after us on the defensive line, getting after the DN, if you if the quarterback threw the ball and you didn't turn and take five hard steps towards wherever he threw the ball, he would light you up. It it I just like things flying out of his mouth sometimes where you're like, Whoa, I didn't even know you could combine some of those things. Um but yeah, Co- coach Price would get after it. Um and then also Coach Coley, uh my tight end coach from this past year the past few years, um, he just got the job at Georgia. He's awesome. Uh, but yeah, he, he was the same way. If, if you, you know, drop the ball and, and you know start pouting, or, or if you didn't show, you know, some effort getting back to the line of scrimmage, if we were doing a hurry up like walking or anything, if you weren't jogging at the very least, oh man, he would he would run after you and try to get in your ear. You know, he, he's a little high pitched voice guy, so man, he could be annoying sometimes. But he, he he was a dog, so he would get after us pretty good. Oh, those are great, great responses. I'm, and then and, and Aggies, I'm sure Aggie fans, if they're listening in, they're going to really appreciate some insight to the staff and, and uh, kind of who got after you guys. And then the final one, as we sit here on the 24th of February, a couple months away from the NFL draft, I'm sure that week, that weekend, you're going to be with family and friends waiting to hear your name come off that board. With that said, Max, who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have made as you celebrate this next football journey? Ooh. Best cook in my family? Um, yes, sir. I think I think definitely my dad. So my dad can get after on the grill. Um, and man, surprisingly enough, we've actually I, I shot a I went on an exotic game hunt this past year and shot a kudu. And if you've never had kudu meat, it's very good. Um, so I, I'd probably like to have some kudu steaks and, and some kudu burgers and you know 
just steaks, chicken. I'm, I'm a big barbecue guy. So, so whether we're doing ribs or whatever it is, my dad can throw down on the grill. So I, I just like to see him out there throwing down. That, that would make me happy. All right. Now, I would love to act like I'm cool and I know what a kudu is. What is kudu? <laughs> so, what so, is kudu, kudu? so kudu, it's like a, I don't know how to put this. It's a, a very, very large antelope kind of deer. Um, they're, they're big animals. They get up to a couple hundred pounds, um, but they're, okay. they're originally from Africa, um, and they have really cool spiral horns that go up. Um, if you shoot a, a three spiral, it's considered a trophy. Um, but, yeah, I, okay. I'm a big outdoorsman, so I, I like going and hunting and fishing and, and eating what, whatever we catch or, or, or shoot. So, okay. yeah, it, it's a cool animal. Oh, that's awesome. Well, listen, I, like I told you before the show, sometimes I frequent Katie, so um, I might find my way to the right home for some kudu steaks myself. So, listen, your dad's on the clock for kudu steaks, getting the grill out and firing it up as you get ready for this draft, my friend. Hey, absolute pleasure, Max. As I always like to tell our guests, stay humble, stay hungry, and be blessed, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. You too. God bless. No problem. Once again, that is Max Wright, the standout from Texas A&M, kind enough to join us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.